What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 582nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah. I'm excited for the DLC, or at least as excited as I'm gonna get. <laughs> Raving reviews right off the bat. <laughs> Greg is also here. I'm not gonna recover from that one. It's like the most honest situation. The DLC's coming, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna get, don't get me revved up. Hello, everybody. I'm back from DragonCon. Hello to everybody who saw me at DragonCon. Thank you for stopping by and saying hi uh, and coming to my shows and stuff. It was wonderful meeting you all. And if I missed you or you had a thing, I tried to get there. It was chaos. I learned a lot about what Dragon God is, and boy, it's it is a, an event that is wild. Is it uh, something you want to go back to? I mean, <laughs> yes, ish. I like our panel was standing room only, which was absolutely great. Like our live show went really, really well, and that was wonderful. And the stuff that I did attend was good, but the lines. Okay, so they had a vendor hall that was four floors. The line to get into the vendor hall was three hours. What? what? I went into the vendor hall and I was literally telling people, don't wait. There's nothing here. You can get it online for cheaper. The only like the artist room was great, but I didn't think that it was worth the four, three to four hour wait to get in. And they didn't it went, separate the artist room and the vendor hall. No. They were in the Darn. same building. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it went up and down and then around the building and then into a parking garage and around the parking garage and then in. And people would just stand on. I'm like, no oh boy. I was like, <laughs> oh boy. The opposite not- of PAX. It was very spacious and very spread out. And there were also multiple floors, but there was, I mean, there was lines, obviously, if you wanted to play a game early or something, you had to wait in line, but. If you wanted to spend yeah. money, they, they, they there was no line to spend money. <laughs> they, were, they would take it very quickly. Well, I mean, like yeah, the, I, the Nintendo place had a line to shop. I was flabbergasted at the wait. We got in line and we had waited probably 40 minutes to get to one point. And then we were crossing the line and we looked at the other guy and he and he's like, so I've been in this line for an hour and a half. And we're like, OK, well, we're out. Because we don't even think you're halfway. So, bye. I don't care. There's nothing in there that I want. Well, speaking of waiting, you won't have to wait much longer for new Pokemon in Pokemon Sleep. Okay, transition, honestly. Uh, we okay, got, describes it. This is uh, this is our last podcast before the DLC. Uh, what the DLC will bring, we don't know. Uh, really? They... You know, the trailers, I feel I feel like the Pokemon company is good at marketing their stuff, as in they're honest in what you're getting. You go back and you look at, like, Legends Arceus marketing, and you're like, oh, that was exactly the game you, you yeah. advertised. <laughs> I think a lot of people, myself included, want some surprise, right? I think we all want surprises. Like, we all want to yeah. be surprised and delighted, even with some of the spoilers that uh, Twitter now X just forcefully shows on you because you just log in and they're like, here's the for you page. And here is like the top post we're just going to show you. And you're like, I didn't want to see that early. <laughs> see, I actively have been blocking people and muting certain terms. 
Also, I don't go there very often, so mm-hmm. I have to actually not. I know, I know there are leaks and rumors because there always are, and I'm not going to cover my stance on leaks and rumors. Um, but I surprisingly haven't seen anything beyond the trailers and the page. Oh, okay. like I really have not seen anything. I think the thing that I would want is like I, I i tried to say this on on my twitch stream and everyone was like apricorn balls i was like no that's not the point i was trying to make like i liked that the cramomatic was a surprise mm. and i liked yeah. that it was something to do with the items that you collected and people were trying to figure it out fast forward to like there wasn't that many different item combinations but it was still like this huge like i want something like that not let me be clear not something that makes apricorn balls just the concept of something that was like what is this contraption and it doesn't even have to be something that makes anything it's just that like walking into the room being like what is this and then everyone was obsessed with it i want something that everyone's like oh they didn't advertise this another thing would be like the diglet there was what like 150 diglet Mm -hmm. or something like that was 151 People were like, oh, like, what happens at the very end? I still think the reward for the very end of that was bad. (laughs) It was bad. It was so bad. But it was fun. The finding the diglet was fun. Yeah, I just wish it was, like, a t-shirt or a crown or something that you could, like, go into a max raid battle and be like, oh, you did the diglet thing. Not, like, the six IV. I think, was it it not a six IV diglet that was the the final prize? Yeah, that Um, was. There was the, the island that, like... Kept giving you mints every day. That was really cool. There were like the rocks that gave you feathers every day. There was the big whale lord that everyone saw, right? Like these are, I'm just listing a bunch of things that like they didn't advertise that everyone did seem to freak out about. So I hope, like if the DLC is as good as the Isle of Armor slash Crown Tundra, I don't know if some people like one over the other. Plus there's Mm -hmm. what I just described, like these little things. I think it'll be really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like, I'm excited to catch... 100 pokemon again i could move them over from bank or home but i'm i like catching pokemon like i i, I like the oh my gosh uh the pseudo widow i think pseudo widow's actually already in the game <laughs> <laughs> anyways back to pokemon sleep because we still have a section on dlc later we just took a whole... Yeah, we sorry. We took a side on, tour. All right, let's get... We took a side tour down DLC lane when we should be on Sleep Island. Let's get sleepy together. Okay, so uh, they're bringing two new Pokemon to Pokemon Sleep for whatever reason they're doing that. Uh, they're bringing Mr. Mime and Mime Jr. and they're coming to the Cyan, Cyan, Cyan Beach. Yep. I feel like I'm saying that word funny. Um... That's the second area of Pokemon Sleep, so as long as you probably played for a week or two, you've probably unlocked this. It's not terribly hard to unlock the second area. You know, they said they had a lot of Pokemon and more were coming. I don't know if I like the the drip feed of this, but maybe it's just like a one-off thing. They also wouldn't have been my first choice. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think that having more Psychic-type Pokemon is is a good thing. Since types do affect some of the things like berries that you get. I guess it means everyone's playing on the beach this week. <laughs> <laughs> did they uh did they say if this was like 
permanent or if this was like one week only there's uh to be quite frank not a lot of websites are reporting on pokemon sleep <laughs> it sounds permanent yeah my guess is that it would be i guess that's just what i assumed but i hadn't actually yeah it doesn't i don't know that i don't know that nothing nothing they've put out said that it was limited time yeah and I yeah. tend to think the Pokemon company says if it's for X amount of time. So I, I feel like these are permanent additions. Unlike, I think, the upcoming Halloween event probably will be temporary mm -hmm. because they're saying it's a Halloween event just around the Halloween time. And like everything that I've seen from the sleep press release says they will debut September 12th and there's no end date given i'm seeing the 11th in the evening but other than that yes monday evening uh, nothing is saying that these will stop appearing so this is an interesting way to introduce new pokemon i've done a lot of my sleep without going to resources bed. i know that I, <laughs> i'm going to bed i've been uh doing sleep with my eyes open uh, I've done a lot of sleep without like diving super deep into like the min maxing optimal. These are the best Pokemon. Get all your EVs. Don't ever evolve them, kind of thing. But I did go to the Pokemon Sleep subreddit recently, and uh, the thing I, I I do see is none of them like Cerebi's reporting on this. Uh, they they think that Cerebi's wrong constantly. And they have their own Google Docs. They have their own like resources that are constantly getting updated. I don't know if this is a thing where Mr. Joe Cerebi, uh is done with like sleep and has moved on. Um, just like Dexnav and Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, there were resources that were much more accurate than Cerebi was. I don't know if Joe was ever going to go back to Dexnav to try to figure that out. So I don't know if it's one of those cases, but... Um, the the sleep subreddit has definitely come together and was like, nope, Cerebi says this. This is our results. Here's video proof. Here's photo proof. Like, don't go to Cerebi for Pokemon sleep stuff. So uh, if you I, I guess if you want accurate sleep, uh, go to the subreddit and there's a Google Doc of a lot of numbers, a lot of numbers. And it is <laughs> updated multiple times and uh, Cerebi has not. So uh <laughs> They they're very into their Pokemon sleep over there. <laughs> you can get very into the game. It's really yeah. detailed. Surprisingly. Uh, so I I would I have not sit down. I I have the 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 Google Doc that it literally updated like two days ago. Like the they they have updated things. I have it bookmarked. I have not sat down and actually like. You know, I didn't put my glasses on and pull out my pen pencil and my calculator and and followed along. But uh, what is what is what is on it? Like what? Uh, they what have is... like deeper recipe stuff. Like I oh. guess I guess there are like there's the basic recipe, like five milk and ten soybeans. But they're saying like, well, if you do these item combinations, it's you have a higher chance of getting this. They have like these are the EVs you should evolve or should not evolve. Like they have calculated that berries are actually more beneficial than actually making any meals. So they're like put these five Pokemon together to maximize your berries to get to ultra faster. Um, I think Cerebi was saying that your pot size would max out at like 
40. They're like, no, you can max it out at 50 um, with your dream shards or whatever. Obviously, you get the end of the week bonus. They got they got a lot going on over there. It's all, well, good on them. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah. I, I will. I will. I will. I'm so interested in this spreadsheet because so many of them are will, not good. I will send you the spreadsheet. Send me the spreadsheet. Let me see how nerdy people are. There are 27.5 thousand people on the Pokemon Sleep subreddit. So, and that existed long before we actually were positive that Pokemon Sleep was going to be a thing. <laughs> I will say that I've been following it for a very long time. Yeah, so um, that's cool. I don't use Reddit as much anymore uh, with the whole like third-party yeah. apps and everything. So, yep, Reddit and Twitter. Uh, are no longer on the homepage of my iPhone. And there's actually studies that show like if an app makes it to the homepage of your phone, you're like five times more likely to like open it or whatever. Um, I'm just making up numbers right now. But no, there's real studies about this. <laughs> there are studies that say it's more likely don't don't go with what the percentages are just being tossed out. And I and because they're no longer on my home screen, I don't. I don't use them like five. No, more than five years ago, like eight years ago. I think I removed Facebook from my iPhone home screen and I then I deleted it off from my phone altogether. So if I want to check Facebook, I have to use a computer. And it was by far one of the best decisions of my life. <laughs> uh, I, th I think Twitter might be next. I can still access Twitter, obviously, by going to like my folder or whatever garbage yeah. folder mm -hmm. I threw it into. <laughs> Yeah, Facebook and Twitter in a folder. I just don't. I just don't go to Facebook. I mean, it's on. Is it's in the folder that's on what I consider my home screen, which is actually my second screen. But I look at it and go, no, I can't. I can't with that today. I can't. <laughs> just I don't have the mental fortitude to go into Facebook today. I think. I think the. If I had room on my home screen, I think Pokemon Sleep would make it there. It is it is it is what I I predicted it was going to be all the time all all along, which is like they want you the Pokemon company wants this to be one of the first apps you open when you wake up. You are mm -hmm. you and it was one of the last apps you close when you go to sleep. Like that is I... that is so desired in the app ecosystem to be a touch point for mobile usage of like first app open, last app used. I mean, it's not that, but I do rely on the fact that my phone knows when I use that app. So when I pulled on to search, it puts it in the row of eight. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, when I would pop this open, I'll pop it open. I'll do my things and close <laughs> it and move on with my life. That works. You could also do what I do and have different home screens for different times of day and different days of the week and they just automatically change. It's oh, great. okay. First off, that sounds I, awesome. Okay. I, I the, the amount of discipline you need to set that all up is too it's much less work, than Hannah. It used to be. It's less work than it used to be. I promise. Less work is still more work that I'm willing to put in. <laughs> if I can like, copy and paste other people's, <laughs> like, I mean, I have a I have a home screen that shows up before I go to bed, and that just has all the sleep apps, and it's great. They're all just right there. I don't need to bother. I mean, I literally for the probably seventeen thousand apps that I have on my phone, 
I would argue that I use six. <laughs> I could pare this down so hard. I don't. I have a games folder full of games that I have not touched in probably five years. Do I want to get rid of it? No, because what if? What if you're on the I toilet do- and Clash Royale is calling your name? What if I hear the call of the hog rider? That's right. And I'm suddenly forced to go back in. No, like Slack, TikTok, Pokemon Masters, Instagram, Snapchat. We're still That's pretty much We're still using Snapchat. <laughs> Look, you are not a part of my community where Snapchat is very vital for certain transactions. Mr. Mime <laughs> transactions. You know he's coming to Pokemon yep. Sleep. Hey, he's coming to Pokemon Sleep, but he's going to be on the blue beach. That's true. The the shiny Snorlax beach. Which isn't Except not every time. Except not always shiny. shiny. It's confusing on that beach. (laughs) They should call it Chaos Beach because nobody knows it. Look, I just finally unlocked the third island today. Don't go. Don't go to it. It's just Geodudes. It's not just Geodudes, and the music (laughs) is amazing. This game has music? (laughs) The music on the third island is incredible, and I want to be there all the time, but my Pokemon aren't a high enough level yet. That would require me to take my phone off silent for the first time in probably 15 years, a thing that will never happen. No, you all, the only time I ever took my phone off silent was when I played Clash Royale, because you had to hear... You had to hear, yeah, you had, yeah, to, hear you had to hear the <laughs> units that were hiding behind other units. Did you chastise William Anderson for the end of Community Days and Go Fests when he turns that phone on loud and puts out all the Pokemon Go music and sounds just to torture us all? No, I, I genuinely think the Pokemon Go sounds are ear piercingly bad. They are, and he mm-hmm. turns it on at the end of the day. It's like the bar flipping on the lights. That's because he wants, us all he wants us to tell him to leave, so he doesn't have to. <laughs> so he doesn't have to be the one that leaves. It's true. No, I, I, I cannot believe after seven years of Pokemon Go, they still have like the same. <laughs> oh, it's it's terrible. Have you ever That's listened to like bad. Go Battle League with the sound on? It's like, oh, and no. you're like, what? No. What is no. this? So my earphones glitched on my walk the other day because I had the sound off and I was listening to my podcast and I was doing some dumb thing I had to do for that game. And suddenly I started playing the noises and I'm like, this, why are you doing this to me? This is literal torture. I am, I am calling somebody to complain. How dare you suddenly start playing these sounds to be over the podcast because it didn't kill the other one so i had these people talking to me do these i'm like this is madness i'm not gonna survive this walk i have to stop and restart my phone the the, the, it's it's awful the pokemon go sound is just so bad speaking of pokemon go let's get the mobile stuff out of the way uh the community day for grubbin is saturday september 23rd from two to five, uh, you will need a magnetic lure to evolve Chargebug into Vikavolt. Mm. Um, it's saying that uh, you will have five hours after the event to get the fast attack of Volt Switch. 
so you don't have to like panic evolve or I don't know. Hopefully, people are putting down magnetic so you don't have to spend your own money. There will be a dollar research. There's three times the catching XP, two times catch candy, incense for uh, three hours, one additional special trade. Trades will be 50% less stardust. Hey, uh, speaking of special trades, that is not a bonus for classic community day. And because the season rotated out, I did my one special trade on classic. And then I was like, oh, it's community day. We get two special trades. That's. That's not a bonus on classic. Nope. Mm-mm. That was one of the most disappointing things. Look, look, Pokemon Go is, can can very much disappoint. There's no there's no shyness in their ability to disappoint you. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the days you do trade are probably around and or actually on community day. So only having one special trade was it felt kind of bad. <laughs> I completely forgot it was a thing. The one other cool thing about the Grubbin Community Day is that it's not just Vigavolt that will be getting the special attack. Uh, Chargebug will also get the special attack if you evolve Grubbin into Chargebug, because Chargebug is particularly good for some parts of PvP. Oh, that's cool. I like him. Mm-hmm. He's, a little, he's a little cube. Exactly. Community Day, and then... Uh, there's like an Oddish Research Day that's coming. That is Sunday, September 17th from 2 to 5. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny Oddish. Uh, those will be the field research that you get from the disc, the photo disc. So you spin, get the research, do the research. Maybe it's Oddish. Good luck. Uh, that's fu- like that's fine, I guess. Oddish seems research like... Research days sp- are pretty good. Yeah, they're fine. They- <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the Pokemon never seems like that terribly exciting, but another Gen 1 Pokemon. Or... But they went all in on Oddish in the last week after... It has been nothing but Oddish. After the TCG animated series ended. Which was very good, by the way. Oh, it yeah, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Yeah, it was very, very good. And Pats I watched and all of Ash's journey, so I'm done. You're done. You finished it all. I finished it all. Uh, before we get to Ash, uh, last bit of news here is they put out a $5 Palmy Research. Hannah, how do you feel about this? It's $5 for the backpack is what it is. It, <laughs> I mean, the research exists, but it's just if you want the backpack. And I, I mean, it's a cute backpack, but I'm not going to get that. <laughs> Uh, it's not even, like, research, though. It's... You have to walk. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) That that is the new tagline of Pokemon Go. You have to walk. Look, I... I'm a sucker. And I like to give Pokemon money. This is is no surprise. I spent $35 on a Cramorant skin in Pokemon Unite. Like I I I I've been here. Have you decided to come back to get the new Cramorant skin that's part of the battle pass? Yeah, I will literally buy the battle pass and then not play it because it's like the first unlock, I believe. It is the first thing unlocked. <laughs> uh it's cool that they did a Cramorant battle pass, but I don't know, DLC's in like 3 days, so it's not like I really have time to get in to unite again. 
This is what you're getting, though, for $5. You're getting two encounters with Palmy. I'm pretty sure I can see two Palmy in my house right now, for the record. You're getting the backpack. You're getting three, count them, one, two, three rare candies. You're getting one incubator. Not a super incubator, just a regular one. You're getting 10 silver pinaps, 921 stardust. That's because it's Pokedex numbers, 921. And 9,210 XP. If you don't finish it by Friday, September 15th, you get no backpack. There is a possibility here that you spend $5, not finish this research, and not get the backpack. I want to repeat that. There's a possibility where you spend $5 and not get what you paid for, which is already overpriced. Hey, what does the backpack the look like? Thing. It's like, uh, it, it's, it, you, uh, it looks like a palmy that's riding on your back. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it is very cute. No one's denying that. No one can say the backpack isn't cute. It is cute. And there are even some poses you can combine with it that will actually make it visible in your avatar when other mm. people look at it. I like the backpack. I would wear the backpack. I think I'm wearing the Kecleon backpack right now in Pokemon Go or whatever. I think that was like two bucks or something. I don't remember. There was like a Halloween research last year that came with like a, the avatar holding the lantern or something mm-hmm. like that. Yes. And I want to say yeah, that yeah. was like $5. But also that quest line was like pretty long. I remember like getting past the first part and being like, oh, okay, cool. A second part. And then being like, oh, another part. Like, <laughs> oh, this is never going to end. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, and I remember it being limited as well. I'm pretty sure where you had to finish it within like a week or something get the the lantern pose which i I think the lantern pose was cool like i i knew going in that i was like okay cool i want the lantern pose when i say like oh i didn't realize it was kind of long like i enjoyed it it was something to do like this is this is the research is actually sizable it can add enjoyment to the game this is walking (laughs) (laughs) that's that's just it and it's one step and then you're done yeah, oh, and it's, well. I don't even, uh, it's its almost like insulting. I mean, because it's timed, it's probably good that it's not too long. Paid timed research is really one of the worst. I don't but know, there what, are a lot of. <laughs> what if you paid for research and it wasn't timed? Like, that's, there's like two different discussions here. One, you're paying for something that is is so... It feels so much like an afterthought. Like, yep, here's just mm-hmm. one incubator. Here's a backpack. By the way, you can get the backpack in the store like a week later, right? Which, what is it going to be, like 500 coins? Mm-hmm. You yeah. just spend that and then not walk and then sit on my couch and be like, <laughs> I have the backpack. I didn't walk. But then you won't have the little line in your completed research list. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, I'm actively <laughs> updating my LinkedIn for every completed research I did. Um, I probably should. But I think the bigger discussion is like, why are we paying for, like, I understand a battle pass. A battle pass is like 90 days. You get multiple rewards on the track. This is $5. Get it done by Friday. If you don't get it, the one actual thing of value in here, the backpack is, it's gone. And then it will appear in the store where you can actually buy it again. Like, what is happening? I I know they laid off 200 people. But who hit publish on this? Who did not like look at somebody else and been like, 
maybe we should respect our players like by five extra percent. That does not sound like the company I've been dealing with for seven years. <laughs> Even the Galarian Mr. Mime, which was like eight bucks. You got a Mr. Mime. You got like the pose. You actually got other things that were like added up to, to, to $8. Like we, I remember Greg and I broke down the math. And Greg was like, I'm not going to use these items. And I'm like, I'm going to use these items. But here, the things that you break down are what? One incubator. Yeah, but the backpack on its own is going to cost five bucks. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) That's pretty much it. It's the backpack and the incubator. I don't get why there wasn't, why, why this wasn't at the start of the Paldea event. And there wasn't something to go along because the Paldea event's two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So why wasn't mm-hmm. this backpack the start of last week? The I know second I, week is the palmy. Yeah, I I get that, but, but like the ba- like getting a, a palmy backpack like seven days early is not ruining anyone's enjoyment <laughs> of palmy coming to Pokemon Go. <laughs> if anything, there's still was- a lot of people whose first introduction to palmy is now is right now. They've never seen it before. <laughs> I guess I did an Instagram poll. Eighteen percent of people said they were buying this backpack, which is too much. That That's is, too many. That That's too, too many percents. That is too many percentages of people giving Niantic five dollars. <laughs> I just want to say. Oh, here, send me five dollars. <laughs> I won't complete anything for you. It will be just as disappointing, but I'll have $5. If I want to buy research and, like, force myself to play a game, I just want it to be, like, enjoyable. (laughs) I want to enjoy the game I'm playing, I guess. (laughs) It's fine, though. I got a couple big Lechonks. I was pretty happy. The XP bonus. I got a huge I think. The XP bonus on the current event is really good. I will say that. It's great. Yeah, it's like four times XP, four times Stardust or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. They're, um, la- last thing before we go to break, uh, Mr. Brandon Tan, which if you guys do not know who he is, I believe he still has the most XP in the entire world for Pokemon Go. He was not the first to level 50. That was uh, somebody else named Fleece King. Um, <laughs> Brandon is from Singapore originally, and... Uh, I guess he was at Mall of America yesterday. I did not know this until somebody who does not live in Minnesota told me, are you going to Mall of America? There will be a golden lure party. And I was like, well, this would have been nice to know a week ago because I I am not close to unlocking a golden lure. Um, But that's fine. I could probably swing by for like a half hour or an hour because the golden lure lasts half hour. Uh, I was a little late. And I would not say that four stops at Mall of America having golden lures was a party. Mm. It's more than one. Uh, but uh, that probably could have been better advertised and or I <laughs> maybe like message some local communities. I don't know how like I don't know how busy this dude is. He has the most XP in Pokemon Go. Maybe. Maybe could ask some of his community to message other communities to actually try to organize something. Ahead um, of time enough that people could actually get the lures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I was a little late. So maybe they started early because they said they were starting at two. I got there at like uh, like 
229 and so maybe they were popping their lures at like you know 145 or something and the first batch already like so maybe i only saw the second batch which was only like four or five um but that was a bit disappointing uh to be like oh cool a last minute golden lure party oh that wasn't like i was literally gonna text greg and will but like i didn't know until 11 p.m that night and i was like i oh, was gonna be mad at me if i text him at 11 p.m <laughs> <laughs> he'd be asleep but it wouldn't have happened. he would be asleep yeah and then if i text him in the morning they would have been like you didn't give me enough time and it's like i literally found out <laughs> that was a bit of a bummer but i think that dude's like traveling to other places to do the same thing so i don't know if you're if you follow him, I don't know, maybe check out his Twitter. I don't even know who this person is. Uh, so he was the like the first, I think he was the first person to level 40 in Pokemon Go. He has the most XP. I think he still has the most XP, but the, we did talk about him on the show before, Greg. He was banned from Pokemon Go for 30 days because people would, he started a service where if you oh. paid him money and gave yeah. him your Pokemon Go account, he would play for you. Um, so you could be like, here's, here's $40. I would like a shiny rush Ram and you would then give him your login and then he would get you a shiny rush Ram. Keep in mind, you still have to provide the raid passes and the, you, you had to like fill up your account and then give it to him. Uh, that's, uh, on several levels against TOS. The first one being, uh, you're not supposed to share your accounts. Uh, the second one is you are not supposed to pay people to play Pokemon Go for mm -hmm. you. So uh, he did that for quite a while before. I think he did it for a year or two before Niantic finally banned him for 30 days. Um, I, I think that's an awfully long time to let that continue. Sure is. Yeah. Uh, you know. I don't think. You know, this is the same company who just put out a $5 limited time research for a backpack. You know, so, you know, <laughs> hey, you get a backpack for just walking. What more do you want? I don't think they have all their ducks in a row when it comes to the, you know, doing things in a, a, a fast order. <laughs> but all right, uh, let's take a, a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about some ash and some DLC and uh, whatever else is on the docket. So we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Ravensburger. Indulge in the timeless pleasure of assembling Ravensburger's extraordinary jigsaw puzzle. Ravensburger's brings premium quality puzzles crafted with the best attention to detail and the most unparalleled puzzle solving experience out there. With a rich heritage dating back to 1883, Ravensburger's puzzles have become an integral part of families' lives across generations. Share the joy of puzzling with family, friends, your neighbor, your neighbor's dog, knowing that your cherished puzzles will stand the test of time, more so than Dialga. Enjoy a mindful moment and immerse yourself in the world of captivating colors, stunning imagery, and amazing designs that will delight you or just people of all ages. Regardless of your preference, regardless of your preferences or skill level, you'll find a jigsaw puzzle that will suit you perfectly thanks to the wide range of imagery, themes, and piece counts available. You can start small and work your way up to puzzles over 40,000 pieces. If you're ready for the challenge, shop Ravensburger on Amazon today. 
This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. If you would like ad-free episodes of the show or bonus episodes of the podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t to support the show and get a bunch of other bonus rewards to go along with that. We just put out an episode that compared the London Go Fest to the Osaka Go Fest to the New York Go Fest. If you want to hear myself, Hannah, and special guest Tone talk about all of that, you can get that episode by going over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t to hear that episode and to hear a bunch of old premium episodes that we have. And that will get you ad-free episodes going forward, so you don't have to worry about hearing this ad or future ads, and you get to support the show. So that's great. If you'd like to join the Slack, if you like ad-free episodes, if you like bonus episodes, if you want stickers or mail, if you like getting physical mail, once again, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t to support the show. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. And we are back from our break. Uh, So first off, there's a uh, free Titan that is available. Uh, you can add a, they say special Sid Titan to your team. Um, this it is has just a, a mark. Ce- yes, this is to celebrate. What's it called? Paldea, Paldea, Paldean wins. Paldean wins. Yeah, it's really good too. It is. Uh, this is a level fifty ferocious mark. Sid Titan, the rampaging, uh, with a password like a flute that will expire August thirty first. 2024, if you're thinking August 31st, this next year, you got a whole year <laughs> um, to, to get this to Titan. Unfortunately, it does not come in a Cherish Ball, which is a bit of a bummer, but it does have the a personality mark, which is normally a one in a hundred chance of having, um, but because there are so many personality marks, it's hard to say, like, I specifically want this one. <laughs> Again, there there is there is some rareness to that, especially if you like to mark hunt. Um, you could, you probably don't have one now. You do, so uh, we don't need to get into the argument about rarity here. But you, you can make a case for it being pretty rare compared to a shiny Pokemon. And why don't they give a shiny Pokemon? They just gave you a shiny Arcanine like a month ago. Calm down. <laughs> that was a shiny Legendary, the Legendary Pokemon Arcanine. <laughs> yeah, it's in the Pokedex. Do we know how many episodes of Paldean wins there's supposed to be? Is that four? Um, I oh, I don't know off the top of my head. I I wanted I want to say eight, but I have no basis for saying that. Yeah, for some reason my gut says six, but I also have no basis. Uh Bulbapedia is saying four. Okay. Oh, real short. Uh but I Path to Peak was also four. Yeah. Uh, I'll wait. I, I'll wait. I watched Path of the Peak when all four came out. I watched all Path of the Peak. I watched it all. I watched. Did it. you, you watch Hisui and Snow? Snow? No, I did not. I feel like Path of the Peak had um, it appealed to me a little bit more because I used to play competitive TCG. Hisui and it was one hundred percent accurate as far as I could tell. How competitive TCG goes? Yeah, correct. Everyone fist bumps you and has a great time. Uh, Hisui and Snow. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see people dying in the, the snowstorm. Nobody <laughs> dies technically. It's good. 
good. It's sweet. I will. I'll get around to Hisuian stuff, but I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for. Because how how long is the first episode of Pal- Paldean Winds? Ten minutes? Seven hours. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> no, it was like ten minutes. Yeah, maybe eleven. So like sitting down and watching like forty minutes wasn't was was very felt very easy for Path to the Peak. The voice acting and yet in Snow really is good. still sitting there, won awards. <laughs> yeah, I just gotta I just gotta, you know, sit down and do it. I look, I can't watch two Pokemon animes in a night. You think I'm supposed to finish Path of the Peak and then jump over to Hisui and Snow? I got Yeah, because you're in the Pokemon mood. Oh, oh it's true. <laughs> my my mistake. I mean, Susan, isn't it like only three episodes and they're like 10 minutes each? It was like 30 minutes of your life. You can't go over the hour mark. I was under I was under the, the, the 60 seconds. The 60 minutes. Uh, speaking of anime, we'll, we'll jump from anime to anime here before we get to the Scarlet Violet stuff. Uh, part four of Pokemon Ultimate Journeys, the series, is now on f- Netflix. Spoiler off Pokemon.com. Ash is officially world champion. Feels like it's been like three years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it does. Part yeah. four is now on Netflix, concluding Ash and Pikachu's adventure with a special collection of episodes called Pokemon to Be a Master. Uh, you will go down memory lane in 12 episode collection featuring old friends, Misty, Brock, uh, Team Rocket. Wait, does uh, does Tracy appear? Yes. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm assuming... S- Silen, Silen, Silen. Yes. Uh, what's about the guy with the backpack? The uh, invention guy, Clement. There no, you go. Clement. Clement does not appear. Oh, oh, they did Clement dirty. I thought everyone loved X and Y. What about the guy with the the Charizard that destroyed Ash in the uh, tournament? I think his name starts. Wasn't with he a. in the Masters Eight and they didn't battle? Oh, was he in the Masters Eight? Uh, look, I'm. Uh, we just discussed. I'm very far behind in anime stuff. <laughs> Apparently, I'm kind of done with Ash already. So I- Iris I'm... was in the Master Eight, or right before Iris the Master is 8. in the Master Eight. Mm-hmm. Yep, I have watched all twelve episodes because I don't have a job. So what? What am I doing <laughs> with my life? So I just watched them. I will say, I found the opening credits sequence surprisingly emotional. Having been with this anime for way too long, they pick some very good moments to put it in the thing. You're like, oh, I remember that. It's like a nostalgia hit that I found very emotional. I think, okay, you know how there's filler episodes? Oh, yeah. This is 12 filler episodes. Really, it is. They, I will warn you now, they aren't doing anything groundbreaking they are doing revealing untold ash secrets it is <laughs> wait he's not in a coma he's not surprisingly no although he, there there <laughs> there are things that you're like huh okay you did that sure right that was the weirdest thing you've done in a while overall as a way to say goodbye to a character how they focus and portray Ash in these 12 episodes is, I think, probably one of the best character send-offs a show has done. They really do do a good job of reminding you 
why Ash was a good main character and what Ash brought to the series without really getting it. They're all light like you don't you don't need there's not there's not plot there's not plots there's not there's nothing there's nothing happening is just the opening sequence emotional or is all of the thing emotional there are times where there's emotional parts i think the final the final final saying goodbye to sort of everybody uh which is actually episode 11 um episode 12 i need people to watch it to verify what i'm thinking they did there's no there's no marriage sequence between him and serena no, nor <laughs> nor Latios or Latias, which I'm just that's surprised a, he's just going to be bummer. a dirty dog his entire life. Um, <clears throat> they do a lot of really nice things and do a really good character study for Ash. But again, you don't have to pay a lot of attention to what's going on because it's pretty much standard filler episode plot lines, right? Like, I mean, literally, literally the first line of the narrator is, which Pokemon are we going to meet today? And that's literally all the episodes are. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's me. I mean, Greg and I, we, we, uh, we even though Greg is older than me, we spent the same amount of time with the anime, right? <laughs> like <laughs> Hannah, too, I'm assuming. I just feel like they just dropped the ball on this send off so hard. The fact that we knew that he won feels like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And they did that send off earlier this year for Japan. And it was like on all the televisions in Japan of like him winning and everything. And like, we just got it this past week. And it like, even we're reading a Pokemon.com article. Like, it, it like there is no fanfare around this because they already did it. Yeah, they, already they did, did it. it to one country in the entire world. Which you could maybe argue is the most important country for the Pokemon anime, but <laughs> I mean, it just feels like that was a moment that the world could have shared together. Yes, yeah, I agree it with didn't that. happen. So it was like no. twenty five years of like twenty five years for Japan, but like twenty six years for everyone else. Yeah, I mean, I think sort of having it be a worldwide cultural moment is gone. I do think that that part missing as a per- if you've watched like and I haven't completed every anime series but I've been watching that anime for ever since it first came on right like there are parts that I've skipped like I still haven't finished all of sun and moon I do think like if you have ever sort of watched the anime and just have been have had ash as a part of your cultural background this is a very excellent 12 episode way to say goodbye to this character for now right like they close it out you're like cool that was nice it was good to see what made ash ash and what what's good about that character and they did it really well although i do not care for misty's new voice (laughs) oh i didn't know they changed it yeah i i'm pretty sure it's different it sounded very different to me and I didn't, I was like, eh, it's okay. This is off uh, just SantaCruzSkateboards.com. Apparently there are new skateboards coming that are not Bear Walker skateboards. These are skateboard skateboards, which, I mean, so, so are Bear Walkers. But Bear Walkers are more like cruisers. They don't have 
like a nose or a tail. They're they're, they're flat. You can't really. I mean, I'm sure somebody could pop an ollie on a cruiser, but it would be a lot yeah. harder because they <laughs> they they got scales. I they're blind bags. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, are. What? <laughs> what? How, what? How? Why? What? What are you doing? There are a lot of options too. There are fifteen different options. There are 15. Oh wait, twenty. They're, twenty, because there yes, are gold ones. Yes, because there's gold ones. There are fifteen I, different. They say silver prismatic rainbow glitter foil with silver metallic paint plus five special gold foil edition variants with black and metallic gold ink over gold metallic foil. Which you are these a dollar ninety nine each? Like what the heck? You know, I. Okay, am I? Am I just not smart? Because they say eight inch random skateboards in blind bags. Are there two skateboards here? Are there little skateboards in blind bags? And then are there big, actual usable skateboards? Because I feel like eight inches is pretty tiny. <laughs> As somebody who has two skateboards on my wall right now, I can tell you that they're not eight inches. I mean, what's the standard measurement for skateboards? Is it the way they are across or the length? Are we that's... measuring skateboards by the width? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I'm like, am I not smart? Uh, as somebody who used to skateboard, There's I don't remember that type of... There's a of someone holding up a, a full-size one, yeah. so... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like looking at pictures and I'm like, that's a yeah. full size skateboard. And then I'm reading it and it says each blind bag is eight inch random assorted skateboard. I'm like, eight inches is very that's like a that's like a well, tech I mean, deck. OK, so I've I've gone on to some website and the writing styles are listed by deck width. Yeah. So the rest of the says, Santa Cruz website is, too. Seven to seven and a half is narrow. Seven and a half to eight is medium. Eight to eight and a half is ideal for street transition terrain. And eight and a half and up are wider decks. Great for transition skating, bigger street tricks, pools and just creasing. So yeah, yes, I've never I've owned like six skateboards in my life from like 13 to 18. And I don't own any skateboards anymore except the ones on your wall. Except the ones on the wall, that's true. Uh, I've never heard people measuring it by width. I mean, I'm not doubting it, obviously. Greg just read it. I just <laughs> I mean, never I... heard. Like, I would just walk into a skate shop and be like, that's the one with the picture is the one I want, right? Like, <laughs> I guess the I mean, length it, it... is the thing that's standard and the width is the one that varies. Unless yeah. it's a nope. longboard. I mean, yeah, I'm seeing the pictures of the guy holding the bag, the, the, the blind giant box bag. bag. Okay, but this is this is backwards to me in in the sense of like, I would love to get Bear Walker on. I've talked to him for a little bit, and he said he wants to be on. Uh, I feel like the first question I would ask him is how many people actually ride your skateboards? Because I feel like the majority of people buying Pokemon skateboards are hanging them on my wall. Case in point, I have two on my wall right now, <laughs> and I don't really want to ride them because. They're $250. One was a gift. One I purchased with my own money before I got the gift because I really genuinely wanted to know the quality of the board. 
I don't know how inflation has hit the skateboard world, but you can go to a, a skateboard shop. There's lots of them in Minneapolis, and you can get a whole skateboard for like a hundred bucks. It yeah. might not be like the best deck in the entire world, but also like if you if you want to get into skateboarding, it's a relatively cheap hobby compared to buying a, a brand new things. bike. Like bikes are very expensive. Yeah. Bikes are very expensive. No one is buying, well, I shouldn't say no one. There's probably somebody listening to the podcast. No one is buying a $250 Bear Walker skateboard to be like, yep, I'm get, this is my, this is my, this is my in. This is, this is, this how, is, I'm getting, this is how I'm committing to work. This is how, this is how I'm getting to my nine to five job every day on this Bear Walker. Okay. So, okay. So you're paying $250. You're getting exactly what you want, Bear Walker, and then you're probably putting it on your wall. This is an actual like traditional skateboard it has mm-hmm. the tail it has the nose it has the eight inches which apparently is what the standard i guess bear walker these bear walker skateboards look like nine inches but you don't get to pick because it's blind box and then which is like mm, fine i guess like i would love to just be like i would like two mewtwo skateboards one for my wall one to actually like skateboard because that would be cool to like to like in my head I'm like thinking of like do I like skateboards I would like one to keep and then I would like one to ride but you don't get a choice it's 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 blind bay. and then on top of that they're 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 doing five there's an Eevee, a Gyarados a Charizard a Pikachu and a Mimikyu that are gold which again cool that the, but but you you've just destroyed the market right there's not somebody who's just not going to sit on September 13th let me double check here September 13th at 9 a.m. EST that isn't going to try to buy as many as possible to then put them up on eBay right like yep yep like so i can't so the actual skateboard that you would maybe want to do they, do they have prices here do we know how much these they are they don't have prices no. i am hunting everywhere for a price there are no prices all the other boards on their website are between 60 and 110 dollars yes because that's how much a skateboard deck should be now that's just the deck to be fair that that is a normal price for a deck so i'm sure there's like some pokemon tax here like i feel like the cheapest deck i ever bought was like 60 bucks um and then when you buy trucks and you buy wheels and bearings it usually is about 100 120 um but also like your trucks will last longer than like seven boards like your trucks are going to last forever the only things you're probably replacing are are wheels and bearings at that point so like besides the board the trucks are going to be the most expensive trucks are probably like 40 35 to 40 i don't know again i haven't bought a skateboard in like 10 years um but your trucks will last forever uh for the most part there's no way these aren't like 100 bucks blind box right I would guess at least. Uh, yeah, I would probably say Pokemon tax given a blind bag is going to be $100. I would be surprised if it was lower because they know they can charge that. <laughs> <laughs> so I they mean, have they have Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard, Squirtle, mm-hmm. Wartortle, Blastoise, Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur, and then Pikachu, Mewtwo, Magikarp. Mew and Gengar. And I think that's all 20. Yeah. So Gyarados and 
Mimikyu Q are only or an Eevee are only gold, and then Pikachu and Charizard are gold, which that makes sense. Um, like I want, like I'm looking at these, and I I would legit want to buy. Like I think the Mewtwo one looks sick. I think the Pikachu one looks sick. I think if I opened up the Ivysaur, I'd be like, "Where's my eBay profile login?" Because like <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't want Ivysaur. Like I'll take Bulbasaur, I'll take Venusaur, but like I don't, I don't care about Ivysaur. I don't care about Charmeleon. Like I, I would if I opened up Charizard, I'd be like, "Well, that's going straight to eBay, and I'll just buy another one." Because like I know the Charizard one is going to probably be the the best-selling one besides you two and the gold ones, like the Magikarp one is looks that, nice. Do is that is that also Snorlax? Did we say there's a Snorlax? Oh, it looks Snorlax? like there's a Snorlax. I'm looking at. I'm trying oh, to there look is at a the Snorlax. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want Snorlax either. Like I get enough Snorlax in Pokemon Sleep. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I think these right, boards yeah, I, I've, look I've, I've, so good. I yeah. love the way they look. I'm so into them, but there's no way they do. Also, they're doing like clothing too. Like there's like four shirts. There's like two yep. hoodies. There's a hat. I, I, I love this entire collection. No way it's not sold out in, in, in seconds. When oh, this goes in out. seconds. Also, I, what I is Pokemon's obsession with skateboards? Is there, is there some yeah, huge crossover between yeah. Pokemon fans and skateboards? <laughs> there's nothing I really want in this apparel collection. I think it's fine, but. There's nothing in here that I really want. Also, I have a sort of thing where I don't want the main focus of the shirt to be Santa Cruz. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the thing that they do with any crossover. It's yeah. the brand they're crossing over with with a Pokemon slapped on top of it. Yeah, this is not <laughs> thrilling to me. I mean, I will say that the, the, hey, Bulbasaur, the Bulbasaur one, one is cute. But again, it, the thing that takes me out of it is the Santa Cruz part. The I mean, Santa Cruz Charmander is a really one. respectable skateboarding company. Yeah. And they have made their logo look different on the different shirts. Like the Charmander yeah. one, the logo's on fire. That's kind of neat. The Bulbasaur one is really good. I'm curious if, if a certain selection of these are going to stores or if it's all just going to be online. There is a find in-store button. Yeah, it there says is. where to find Pokemon and Santa Cruz in the U.S. And it's showing, a, I mean, we we here in Minneapolis have a lot of skateboarding. There are a lot. <laughs> this is also DLC launch day. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like sleep in. <laughs> so then when I wake up, I can like stream for like 12 hours. Also, for the record, I will be streaming the DLC on launch day. <laughs> You're hearing it. I was planning on starting it at 2 p.m. Central Time on Twitch. This is going live at 10 a.m. on DLC day, which is like, I want to like. Well, it's going live at 9 a.m. Eastern, so it'd be 8 for us. Oh, 8. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to get up at 8 to try to buy a skateboard and then be disappointed. Uh, <laughs> we don't even know how much they are. <laughs> we don't even know how much they are. The product page goes to a 404 not found. Is this going to be also one of those things where I like try to add a skateboard and then like, oh, I want the hoodie as well. But it's like, oh, you should have just added one. You, you, yeah, because mm -hmm. you, because you clicked two extra buttons. You've, you've taken way too long. Got to get the skateboard first and then go back yeah. for the clothing afterwards. Buy the skateboard, complete the transaction, buy the clothing, complete the transaction. Hope they have free shipping. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of DLC, uh, the DLC is uh, supposed to we we have we have some confirmation, I guess. This is right off Serebi. It says the Pokemon Company International has given release timing for the DLC Teal Mask. It should release as a patch in the morning of September 13th in Japan, indicating mm-hmm. very early hours of the morning for Europe or late night September 12th for Americas. We will cover the DLC in full of the release. Please check back. So, <sighs> so Sports Illustrated <laughs> uh, lists times, and I don't know where they got the times. Oh, don't worry. There's a bunch of YouTubers that are just like, here are pot. Like they, they just they're. It's a ten minute YouTube video about time zones. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, and it says, okay, well, it's releasing 10 a.m. Japan time on September 13th. And I'm like, where did you get that from? <laughs> where did you get that specific number from? Because it's 8 p.m. Central time, if that's true. But I'm like, where did you get that number from? Yeah, no, there's a bunch from? of there's a bunch of people that are just like, oh, it's 10 a.m., which which is a good guess. But like, it's still a guess. But the, pe- the, but the articles that are like, yep, 10 a.m., which is 8 p.m., yeah. Like we just, where did that number come from? <laughs> yeah, I, where did where did you pluck this thing from? Because a lot of people are reporting that, and I'm like, cool. Cite your source, please. This is what? the whole where? like. This is the whole uh, the 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 teal mask is supposed to come out in summer. Uh, okay, well, so summer starts on June. 14th i don't know what's the date somewhere in june <laughs> and then it ends in like September. like it's just we're just we're just making up stuff <laughs> and, and, yeah. at nowhere just to be very clear nowhere did they give a time i literally read you what they said which is off therapy yeah. i read you exactly what they said which is it's planned for the morning of japan time and we we do know for sure that it does come out for everyone at the same time. That's just how DLC works. Uh, but that I would love to know where people are. I I mean, yeah. there, there there is no I would love to know. They're just making it up. They're making it up. Right? I mean, sure. Like, 10 a.m. is solidly morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid morning time. That is a solid morning time. Why you've picked it? I mean, sure, you can't say that it's early morning and you can't say that it's late morning, early afternoon. <laughs> 10 a.m. is pretty much, yep, that's morning. And, you know, if it comes out at 11 a.m., that's that's still morning. That just you just got to move your time zone slider one over. Uh, and then what if it comes out? What if there's an issue? What if it comes out at, you know. 12 which is technically noon <laughs> they're lied they lied it's, it's, it's they it. lied well they lied and we stormed the castle it sounds like if you're in america it'll be here on wednesday <laughs> it'll be here wednesday in the evening no tuesday in the evening technically but tuesday in the but, evening but, it'll but, be but here by wednesday for morning. sure by wednesday yes for sure by wednesday and you know what sure that's just you know if Sports Illustrated said it, it's got to be true. I'll, sa- I'll save you the YouTube clicks right now. There is not a single YouTuber <laughs> out there that has more information than what we just read. 
They they are just I I'll make the video too. I can I can make a ten minute video of like here here are how I time can make zones a one minute video. Here are how time zones work. Well, you got you got to do the ten minutes, Greg. That's how you get the the Google ad money. Here are how time zones work. <laughs> uh, also, you cannot switch your 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 region to Australia or Japan. We we're all getting it at the same time. Like there is no <laughs> no need to go through all of that. It, it it's fine. I will I will also say the DLC isn't going anywhere. Uh there is another DLC coming. So I for me, I don't need to get in ASAP. I, this is this is going to be my life until the next DLC. So I I got I got no rush. Unless you tell me they fix the frame rate, I don't need then to be there. I'm in a rush. <laughs> <laughs> if they fix the frame rate, oh, I will be, I'll, I will be there as soon as possible. <laughs> Please sign me up. Um, they haven't said anything else about the DLC though. Uh, besides the the very vague, uh, you know, we're just we're just making up times. That I mean, social media seems to be doing countdown stuff, which is cool. Yeah, nothing uh nothing else really. I don't know, I'm excited. As excited as excited. we can be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I had sort of forgotten because like the last between Dragon Con getting home, doing a bunch of interviews, just I like lost all track of time and then I was looking at something and it's like the DLC is this week. I'm like, are we already in September? <laughs> How did that I get to September? Are. No, it feels like October because of how early they've just pushed up Halloween stuff. <laughs> I'm okay with that. The Halloween stuff is all over. It's great. I went to Target and the Halloween section is not yet up. Wait, which one did you go to? Because I was there yesterday and they definitely had... Northeast. Oh, they definitely had mine up. No, they didn't have... They were still packing up. I mean, again, the Northeast one is where all the college students... Go so they still had all the school supply section up. Oh, um, which has to be taken down for the Halloween stuff. I, I was expecting that to already be done. Like, oh, yeah, well, school just technically started because yeah. usually the use starts after Labor Day, but they did have some cute new Halloween plates that I almost bought, but I didn't because I don't have a job. That's a circle back to the Ash goodbye thing, but but the Pokemon company in the US has advertised their Halloween collection in September better than Ash retiring. I just want to say that like <laughs> like this is why I think it's Halloween cuz every time I go to pokemoncenter.com or every time I log into Twitter they're showing off some spooky thing that's happening. <laughs> Which, Are you going to buy the new No discredit to the Halloween stuff. It looks cool. I'm just saying that like Are you going to buy the new cheap resin? No, Statues? I've not fallen for the uh, the resin thing. Um, I will say I am very tempted by the Mimikyu Spooky Celebration Ceramic Treat Bowl because it's really cute. I have one of those, I think, if I'm looking at the same thing. It's, there's a Snorlax one this year. I have a Gengar one. It's really, really nice. The pumpkin? Oh, wait, no. I have, Yeah, I have the pumpkin. I don't have a treat bowl. Um, I do also like... The Trevenant Forest Kurt's wall art. I think that's really, really cute. There's a Spinda statue, a garden statue for Halloween. 
which yeah. the only way you can tell it's Halloween is because there's two pieces of candy at its feet, which is like, <laughs> that's lazy. There are, they, they've done garden statues before. I think I have a Maractus one that I ordered when they did like a garden statues for the garden, actually, not for the Halloween. And they're like, they're big. And, but they're not, I don't feel like they're big enough to put in your yard and you could see from the road mm. but maybe but it, it, it is mostly just for you yeah, yeah but also when you say garden i mean maybe that's your backyard garden i wouldn't put it out in my yard because there's no way that's not getting stolen right <laughs> right <laughs> depends on where i'm sure that some of these are made to just go in plant pots or something just go up Right next to a good flower you have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for this specifically, would be fun for kids to see coming up for trick or treating. Some of the Halloween like art made into t shirts is very tempting. Like I really do like the Trevenant's curse uh hoodless sweatshirt one with the Trevenant with the not the Trevenant. What's the pre Evo called? Phantom. Which, Phantom. Uh, on the front, I think that's really cute. The only problem is, is that I know how thick and vinyl-y that paint is on the back of that. Oh. Yeah. Like, you know that that is thick and crispy, and it's going to take a while for that to sort of crack. But it's cute. I mean, again, I don't know if I would pay $60 for it, but... Wait, but the t-shirt's only 25 yeah, the long sleeve sweatshirts because okay. it's folly. It's yeah. folly is sixty, um, which is what I would do because I have plenty of t-shirts and I don't have enough long sleeve shirts. I actually liked the shirts without the thing on the back. I kind of just liked the the black embroidered Pokemon on the front, mm -hmm. and then I like yeah. turned it over and I was like, "Oh, never mind, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm out." <laughs> yeah, I don't want that on my back. <laughs> it reminded me of like wrestling shirts. Like some like most wrestling shirts are so terribly designed and sometimes they'll get the front right and you're like, wow, that's like a decent wrestling shirt. And then you like turn it around and you're like, oh, nope, never mind. Ruins you like the ruin the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah, whole yeah. back has something I didn't ask for. <laughs> you just got to wear a backpack with it all the time. All the time. Permanent backpack. Uh, all right. Like I said, um, uh, I will be streaming the DLC come on Wednesday, although if it does come out somewhat Tuesday night, I don't know. I'll probably just like not play it and just wait till Wednesday. So, um, you know, the, the, there's always that tough balance with streaming because people want to see you stream, but also people don't want to be spoiled. So that's why I always like, hey, if it comes out at midnight, I'll just start the next day. That way you guys can do your thing at midnight, experience it, and then you don't have to worry about, like, me taking away that first couple moments of whatever. I don't Who even knows? It's probably like, here's, <laughs> here's your new outfit that you're stuck with for the next 20 hours. And <laughs> You know what? If I get you change my outfit to not be in that dumb uniform anymore, I will be beyond happy. You heard it here first. 10 out of 10 from Greg. No more school uniform. <laughs> Good luck. This never moving above a zero unless they make one addition. So, um, so yeah, we'll be we'll be streaming on uh, on Wednesday, and then for the rest of the week for the DLC, uh, there should be if this podcast is going up on 
Monday, which why wouldn't it not go up on Monday? Uh, there should be a YouTube video of my Yokohama haul from Japan. But on top of that, uh, I will be doing a giveaway of some of that stuff because the Pokemon company gave me a bunch of stuff to give away to you guys. So there should be a brand new giveaway uh, for the for the next week or so um, that you'll be able to enter for stuff from Yokohama. Um, so just keep an eye out for that. Uh, it should be in the YouTube video of like what it actually is, obviously, because I'll be showing you everything and then be like, this part is for you guys. Uh, but obviously that'll be on like Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. So look out for a giveaway coming this week. Uh, DLC on Wednesday. There's probably a million other things I'm forgetting. It's been a long week. Uh, <laughs> so, Mr. Mime and Mime Jr. in Pokemon Sleep. Yeah, get your Mr. Nobody Mime. cares. I care, Greg. <laughs> I love... No, I don't. I can't say I love Mr. Mime. I like Mime Jr. more than Mr. Mime. I mean, come to me when it's Mr. Rhyme. Now we're talking. All right. Uh, thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Greg. We will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super headed to Kitakami. See y'all there. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our Patreon supporters, starting with Kay, Catherine, Stuart, Tony, Matthew, Brady, Jessica, Spencer, Brian, Bovine, Stephen, Chris, Josh, Humes, and Yarny. Thank you all for your support. And if you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Thanks for all your support. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week.